See, we all have different seasons in our lives and we're gonna have to adjust to them. And they're gonna demand different things from each and every one of us. What you can control are your choices about being intentional. What you can do is be self-aware and have a pulse on being present. Hey, welcome to the Man Up Podcast. I'm Terry Gwaltney. I'm going to be your host today. Listen, I'm excited about the subject matter that we're going to talk about because it's actually one of the most searched Google terms in the world. Literally over a billion times people Google uh, work-life balance. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today. We may actually have to do this in two parts. We'll just see how far we get. Here's the big notion, though, that I want to throw out there that I want you to, I want to dispel as we go through this today. See, I believe that you can win at work and you can win at home. I think for many people, though, they feel like if I'm really going to be successful in my career, uh, if I'm really going to be promoted, if I'm going to live up to my potential, if I'm going to be everything I was meant to be, it's going to come at a super high cost to my family. Or the other side of that is, you know, my family's so important to me that I'm willing to sacrifice, you know, not being everything I could be, not living up to my potential and, you know, kind of leading a mediocre, less than average life. Uh, and I hope today that we can give you some hope in the fact that you really can win at work and win at home. The key word is you have to be very, very intentional about it. So let's get going today. Think about priorities in your life. This is probably the most foundational to everything that we're going to talk about today, is if your priorities are not in the correct order, then nothing else seems to work. Think about if you have, I have six grandkids, and if you sit and you watch like one of my youngest, and they'll have a puzzle. Uh, you know, some of the puzzles are, are very simple, uh, you know, when they're super, super small, when your kids are super small. So the, the pieces are super huge. There may only be 10 or 12 of them. They're really about shapes uh, and sizes more, more than they are about the picture on the box. You know, as adults, we'll look at the picture on the box and then we'll look for the framework of the puzzle and, you know, we'll begin to put it together. But for kids, uh, it's really about the shape and the size. And so have you ever seen somebody trying to put the wrong shape and it's just so obvious to you, well, that's never going to fit. It wasn't designed to fit that way. That's the way kind of our priorities are. The moment your priorities are out of whack, you're spending a lot of your time, effort, and energy in trying to force things to fit into areas and slots that they were never designed to fit. The repercussion of that is that you, you live a life of uh, discontent and unfulfillment. And so the number one priority, I think, and foundational to what we're going to talk about today is your relationship with God. So your faith walk, that journey, is the most important one in your life. Why? Well, because that's why you were created. And the Creator created you um, uh, around a specific purpose and an assignment that He had for your life. And so what I found is if the vertical relationship isn't right and in order, then all these horizontal relationships are going to struggle because of that. And so that first relationship that's got to be the first priority has got to be you and, and the relationship with uh, you know, your father. The second one is if you're, if you're married, um, that that next priority in your life is your spouse. Uh, you've made a lifelong commitment to serve another human for the rest of your life. Uh, and when you made vows before God in a covenant, 
the ring that you wear is a symbol of the covenant that you publicly profess to another person. Uh, and so that person should and always be that second priority in your life, only, only second to uh, you know, your relationship with, with God. Um, and then the third relationship should be obviously then to your children. Um, and it's interesting because we can go back and talk about this in a minute, but people get these all turned around. Uh, you know, the relationship that you have with your kids is vitally important. Um, but that journey that you have with them is going to constantly be changing. In other words, when you have kids, you know, it starts as a journey of control, but then it ends up in a, in a relationship and a journey of influence. So that your, their whole life, you are trying to protect them and to train them, but you're always each year relieving or releasing more of your authority so they can begin to stand on their own two feet while they still have a cheerleader and a coach that's there to help and correct them. And then your, your fourth priority in your life should be work, should be your profession, should be your job. Now you think about that just for a minute. It's, it's much easier to say uh, than it is to practically live out. And out of the four things that I just mentioned, you ask yourself when you're standing in front of the mirror, where do you spend more time? Well, you probably spend more time at work than you do at home, uh, providing for your family. You probably spend more time at work uh, than you do in prayer, reading your Bible or going to church. You probably spend more time at work than you do with playing football with your children or basketball or, or whatever the hobby may be. So we're not talking about <clears throat> taking our lives into four equal parts and dividing the time, but we are talking about being very intentional in the moment and understanding how these priorities take place. And if we get them in the right order, then we can really begin to work those backwards to make them work for us in our life. So let's just kind of unpack that just a little bit. Obviously, it doesn't mean that you're going to have an equal amount of time. Um, because the time that the, the, the slot and the priority that's taking the majority of your time is probably your job. But it's out of that that flows all the other things for your life and your responsibilities. But again, you can't let that bleed over into every aspect of your life to where, you know, it, it's impacting the relationship you have with God. It's impacting in a negative way the relationship you're having with your kids, you know, or your spouse. And so having these in the proper priority and in the proper order uh, is the beginning to begin to make these things work. So remember, we're talking about a work-life balance, but in reality, uh, it's, it's almost like a work-life integration because these things all bleed together. So <clears throat> let's define what we're saying, winning at work or winning at home. Well, <clears throat> work represents the professional part of our life. Uh, home, at least for this discussion, let's talk about uh, it represents the non-professional or the personal parts of our life. But they really all run together because they're integrated. Um, it's funny, work-life balance is not so much a destination as it is a moving target in all the areas of our life. You know, some areas of our life are going to demand more time than others, um, especially at different seasons in our life. You think about if you have kids, the demands that uh, you had on your time when your kids were toddlers or when they were infants um, versus the time maybe that uh, they have on the demand that they have on you as, uh, you know, juniors and seniors in high school. Um, you know, just different seasons uh, require a different amount of time. 
each season of life has a different demand. So being self-aware of the season you and your family are in is key to your overall success. See, dating is a completely different season than marriage. Um, from newlyweds to parenthood, it's an entirely different season. Toddlers to teens, as we referenced. Uh, the first year of your career to the third year of your career. It's a different season. When you move from a great employee to, let's say, a supervisor or a team lead. When you move from the season of being an empty nester uh, to being a grandparent. The journey uh, from depending on your parents uh, to be there, to being there for your parents. Um, it's different seasons. And so when I say it's a moving target, it very much is. It's not a destination that I get to and I've got it together. It's a skill set that I'm constantly having to hone. And just when it seems like we get really good at one thing, the whole season just begins to change again. And it's like life gives us uh, another curveball. So it's going to have to be something that at the, at the minimum, we've got to make sure that the priorities are in line. And then we can work out uh, on a daily basis, uh, you know, how we're allotting our time. Work-life balance is it's just not a perfect formula. It's not an equal amount of time spent in each area of our life. If it was, it would make it so much easier. 25% here, 25% there, 50% there. However you divide all that up, uh, but it's just not that easy. <clears throat> but we do need to be very self-aware and we need to be intentional. And guys, we need to learn how to communicate better. You know, Man Up Podcast, I'm assuming that most people that are listening to this are men today. Um, you know, some of us get paid to communicate for a living, but yet we go home and, and we struggle with communication in our own families. And I, I want to challenge you, don't Go home and communicate with your wives the way you communicate with your buddies. I'm telling you, it's like speaking two different languages. Um, you need to understand um, who you're talking to, uh, when you're speaking, and how to be very intentional about your messaging. I think probably the one of the biggest um, pieces of advice I could give you is somebody that's been married now almost 40 years. Uh, there's a reason you have two ears and one mouth. You need to listen probably a whole lot more uh, than what you speak. Many of us get paid to solve problems. I can tell you that most of the time your wife's not looking for you to solve her problem. She's looking for you to listen intently to what her challenge and her problem is. The reality is she probably already knows the answer to that problem that she's facing. She wants someone uh, that she cares deeply about and respects their opinion uh, just to be intently, intently listening uh, to what she has to say. I'm telling you that intentionality is so important in the subject matter that we're talking about. So let's go back to our first priority, our faith, as an example. God created the earth and man so we could have fellowship with Him. He said from the beginning, man shall work six days and rest one. God's first command in the entire Bible to man was to work. He told him to go take care of the garden. And then he later gave us the law to his people that he forbid work on one day, which was the Sabbath. <laughs> but he told him he would work the other six. Now my point here, it's not so much equal time 
as it is self-awareness, priority, and responsibility. Even though God wants to have first place in your life, He still even told man when He created him that He was going to work six days. In other words, we don't need to compartmentalize all of our life. If you look at it like a work-life integration, it's like when you think about your, your faith, your faith is not only when you show up at a church. Your faith is something that lives on the inside of you that you should be taking with you everywhere you go. So just because I'm working six days uh, doesn't mean that I'm still not a person of faith, that I'm still not walking out my faith journey and my relationship. Actually, I'm probably walking it out even more so because when I go to church, it's really about filling me back up and challenging me and training me to actually go out and be who I'm supposed to be when I'm at work, when I'm around other people. Uh, my point is in bringing all that up is if you can get your mind off of equal time spent, then you can begin to see a certain degree of victory, I think, uh, and success in some of these other areas because you'll never have that equal amount of time. And it's not about quantity. Many times it's about the quality of the time that you're going to spend. So what's winning at work look like? Well, <clears throat> let me give you an example of probably what it doesn't look like. Most of us have heard of Elon Musk. Pretty accomplished, wouldn't you say? Um, when I'm doing this podcast, the last research I'd done is he was worth $256 billion. Um, if I ask you what he's built or what he's done, some of you would probably say, well, rocket ships, uh, the Tesla cars. Um, he's the owner of uh, uh, X now. Um, I mean, you can go on and on and on. He's a business magnet. He's an investor. Uh, he's a founder, a chairman, a CEO, uh, chief technology officer of SpaceX. He's an angel investor. Uh, he's a product architect. I mean, <laughs> you can go on and on and on. Anyone have a guess out there how many hours a week Elon Musk works? <clears throat> he works an average of 120 hours a week, and his team averages 100 hours a week. Now, what's winning at home look like for you? Well, Elon's been married three times, has 11 children consisting of a set of twins and triplets. His oldest daughter wants her name changed, her gender changed, and to not even be associated with her dad at all. Now, point bringing all that up, this is just public knowledge, is success in one area doesn't necessarily guarantee success in another. But it also doesn't mean because you're successful in one area that you can't be successful in another. For most of us listening to this podcast, we have a minimum of somewhere between 114 to 124 days a year off of work each year. If you don't work every weekend and you have, you recognize your four or five major holidays, you're off 114 to 124 days a year, let's say, for the average person. Where you make decisions for 100% of those 24-hour days. It's the other two-thirds that require us to become more focused and disciplined. What I mean is life is like a balancing act. And if you think about it from a tightrope uh, walker perspective, he has to learn how to adjust in the elements. In other words, it's not just about learning how to walk on the tightrope, but what if it snows while he's walking on the tightrope? 
Do you think that throws him a little bit of a curveball? Well, yeah. What if the wind is blowing more? Does that make it more challenging? Well, sure it does. What if it begins to rain? Well, yeah, the rope can become slippery. It's, a, it's slippery. It's a, it's a whole nother set of challenges and circumstances. So he has to change his approach. The degree of difficulty uh, and the additional variables are involved. He has to constantly be changing. So when I'm talking about work-life balance as being a journey and not a destination, this is an example of that. See, we all have different seasons in our lives, and we're going to have to adjust to them. And they're going to demand different things from each and every one of us. What you can control are your choices about being intentional. What you can do is be self-aware and have a pulse on being present. So as I'm doing this podcast and I hold this hand in my hand, this is probably the biggest challenge that most of us have in being present. Why? Because we can be found anywhere we're at when we have this phone. We can be preoccupied and distracted anywhere we're at on the planet when we have this phone. Uh, whether it's a Facebook post, whether it's a text coming through, whether it's a ding from an email or a phone call. Uh, but do you know what that means when I'm sitting here having a conversation with one of my kids and while they're talking to me, I'm looking down and just replying to a text? What it's saying is, is you are there, but you're not there. What it says to your wife, because my wife has told me that and then when we go out to eat and we pick up the phone, is like what you're communicating is, is that whoever's on the other end of that phone is more important than me sitting in front of you. Now you think about that just for a minute, guys. And so when I'm talking about being present, I'm not just talking about physically showing up. I'm talking about emotionally showing up. I'm talking about intentionally shutting devices off, removing distractions. I was reading something uh, just yesterday where this gentleman comes home and he puts his phone inside of a Tupperware container, <laughs> uh, you know, so he can't hear it. I mean, you, th you think about just how addicted we are to using these devices. Um, we'll have meetings and we'll ask people like, listen, when we're in here, be respectful of everybody else. Uh, turn your phone uh, down and flip it over. And it is a challenge to sit there when a phone vibrates and you're just wondering, well, who is that? It's almost like you're having withdrawal systems. Some of you that joined us maybe came to the Man Up Adventure Camp we had back in uh, November. And one of the things that we ask is for everybody to leave their phones in their cars it was probably the most impactful things of the 10 guys that were sitting around my group is, you know, some of these guys ran businesses and they had two phones. And he said, I've, I've not been away from my phone uh, for 48 hours ever that I can remember. Um, but what it done is it put them in a different position to be present. And in this case, they were away from their family, but it was causing them to be present with their maker. And so when they went out and sat in the woods for an hour under, you know, under a tree with their Bible in just a time of solitude, they heard God speak things to them that changed their life forever. I think one of the things we need to remember is one word from God can change your life forever. But many times we've got to be in a position to where we're hearing what God has to say. So when I'm talking about being present and being intentional, um, it's not just with your spouse. It's not just with your kids. It's even, in, it's even with your uh, you know, relationship uh, with the Creator. You can win at work and you can win at home. You don't have to choose, but you do have to think differently. You do have to be very intentional 
about how you're doing that. You have to be self-aware um, to keep a pulse on all the areas of your life. You may be in a startup uh, business. You may be uh, on a fast track for promotion. You know, maybe your um, particular department uh, is understaffed at this moment in the society in which we live in. Uh, those are putting extra demands on you and extra demands on your time. You need to be aware of that. You need to be an excellent communicator with your family that, you know, this is only going to be for a season. Uh, you also need to be intentional about, you know, the time that they're um, uh, affording you to be able to be away and they're sacrificing. Uh, bring them into the win. Uh, one of the guys that worked for us uh, for Christmas, he had a stellar year this year. Probably made more money than he's ever made in his life. But the thing that uh, he looked forward to at Christmas was his kids were into Legos and Legoland. He put it underneath the tree and he said, when, when my family opens it up, um, he said, we're going to load them all up in the car uh, on Christmas Day and we're just going to take off and go to Legoland. Like, when are we going? We're going right now. Uh, what he was doing was is he was being intentional about saying, you know, all that sacrifice and that time that daddy had to spend away. All during the year, he was communicating, this This is what I'm doing. I'm, I'm going to provide for our family. Well, why do you got to go to work today, Daddy? Because, you know, I'm, I'm going to be able to buy those new clothes that you, you know, like to wear. I'm, I'm going to be able to get that car that Mommy has been wanting. You know, we're going to be able to do this vacation. In other words, he was intentional about it, uh, attaching the rewards with the sacrifice that his family made. And guys, what that is, is not only intentionality, but it's great communication. And so I just want to encourage you, we'll, we're going to land this plane right here today. There's so much more to talk on this subject. I think we'll probably come back and do it in part two. But be intentional, be present, and be the kind of communicator that a six-year-old can understand what you're saying as well as your wife. Don't just take the easy way out and just talk to your family like you're talking to your buddies. Uh, talk in a way that they understand, uh, talk in their language. Listen in a way that they know that they're valued and that they're important. Listen, I hope you pulled something out of this. Our goal is to spend 20 or 30 minutes together uh, and really shape our mentality. In other words, what I mean is shape the way we as men think. Uh, I'll talk to you next time on the Man Up Podcast. Hey, Terry Gwaltney here from the Man Up Podcast. Listen, I just want to tell you how much we appreciate you um, supporting the podcast, listening to it. We hope it's adding a ton of value to your life. Also want to ask you to do us a favor. If you could like and share uh, this podcast on wherever you consume uh, your social media content, whether that be uh, YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, we would appreciate it. It just helps us get the word out so we can help more people. And maybe you've never experienced the Man Up Adventure Camp uh, that we do in October. Uh, you can check out our Facebook or our website, manup-camp.com. Once again, I want to thank you for uh, listening to the Man Up Podcast, and we'll see you soon.